God was so kind to me in that season. Like it was just so, so sweet how he just continued to like be gracious and be kind and was like, hey, like I've got you and you're like, I don't, I don't care about the writing. Like it was like your identity, your worth is not in that. Like you're, it's, it's, I care about you because I care about you. Between the Grooves is hosted by James Curtis, music director and morning man in the greater Toronto area on Joy Radio. And Aisha Woods, Grammy-nominated singer, songwriter, and musician. Together, they talk with artists and industry insiders to discover our connection between music and faith. You can connect with us on Facebook or X at Between Grooves and on Instagram at Between Grooves Pod. Now, here's James and Aisha. Listen, we're like into December already. Yeah, well... It's just, it's weird. I think that the year has flown by. It it's, has, it it's really like has. a couple of weeks before <gasps> Christmas. Now, are you ready as far as Christmas is concerned? Uh, it depends on what we're talking about. <laughs> okay. Okay, as a pastor, you're never ready. I understand that. For me, <laughs> right. for me, surprisingly, mm-hmm. I've, I've finished up most of my Christmas gift shopping... Um, oh no, I ha- I haven't I haven't done any of that. Okay, I and I'm I normally leave it to the last minute, but this year I was I was proactive because the biggest thing in my family as far as Christmas gifts is concerned is is what the kids want, right? Mm-hmm. So my kids mm-hmm. and they're and they're older now, so it's easier. So it's just like send me a text, what do you want? Put it on the list and then the sooner I have that list, I think they've discovered this. The sooner I have that list, the sooner I can get to it and deal with right. it and buy it and stuff. And so I did all of that weeks ago and, and all that was remaining up to about because a week ago. Rock. No, no. I, I just, I just want to, I want to check the box. You know, I want to say it's done. Uh-huh. Well, I'll tell you this. My mom, she's a very much a planner. And um, so she called me last week because she knows that we're going to, arrive Christmas morning. So she was like, Aisha, I've taken it upon myself to go and get all of your gifts. So just put this amount of money in my account and you're all sorted already. That's awesome. <laughs> Wish I had somebody like that. Man. Wow. I got to uh, find them something now. Well, I guess we should uh, get to the episode. By the way, welcome to Between the Grooves. <laughs> hey, hey. Our guest this week, we're going to be hearing we from uh, Leanna Crawford. Is this Leanna? Mm-hmm. Yes, this is her. <laughs> this is James. I can hear you fine. That's awesome. Oh, good. Okay, sweet. I wasn't sure. I was like, I used. Anyways. Um, right. Leanna, a few years back, um, you and I were chatting, and we had some technical issues, if I remember correctly. And I had said something like, don't worry, we'll see you at Kingdom Bound anyways, and we'll we'll connect then. Yes. And we never did because there was no Kingdom Bound that year. <laughs> <laughs> that, yes, that yes, one. Yes. That's and crazy. Oh, my word. So now we're finally getting together after all this time. And, uh, and I can't even, I don't even remember if we actually had a conversation or there was some technical issues or what the deal was, but, or maybe it was just a really bad signal. I have no idea, but now we have you. Now we can actually chat. Um, so I'm in Toronto. Aisha Woods is in Orlando. And where are you right now? I am actually in New Orleans. Is that home All for you? Right. 
Yes, it is. Um, I just got married two months ago. I know. I was. That was my next thing. Was congratulations to you. How's that going? Uh, thank you. Oh, it's so fun. Oh my goodness, it's so fun. Um, he's just the sweetest. Um, he plays basketball. So this year he is playing for the New Orleans Pelicans. And um, so we would I would usually be in Nashville. That's where I've like called home the last for the last five, six years. Um, That's where we Mm. got married. Um, But when like the season starts in October from like October to April, he doesn't have like any days off. Like it's like all about they have 82 games. So if I want to see him (laughs) much at all, if I want to like see my husband, I kind of have to live where he is. So I'm sort of, (laughs) I'm sort of going back and forth between here in Nashville and then um, going on the road, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to be here. We enjoy being together. So that's like, you know, we we enjoy spending time together. So I'm like, I'm trying to be. I would hope so. I would hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Right. I know. Right. He, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's so fun, but I'm, everybody's been like so like sweet about it and everything i think there's definitely a little bit of like zoom fatigue from a lot of people that had to do that like songwriting but there are some writers that were like already doing that before whether they were like west coast based or whatever so there are some people that are down to do zoom um or else i've just been like writing when i go back to nashville so it's been just trying to figure out pockets but it's fun it's a fun season of life but yes that is where i am that's where I'm calling from right now. So how often oh, are you awesome. how often are you traveling back and forth between Nashville or or I mean if your husband's on the road with a game are you are you going on the road with him as well? Um not usually. Um I'm usually if he so we have like his whole schedule which is so awesome so I can kind of plan it out a little bit but um if he's on the road um there actually are a couple times which is new um that anyways, which is sweet that this team does it, but I can be on the road with him. But most of the time, yeah. um, if he's on the road, I'm going back to Nashville and That's I'm like smart. getting some work done. So I'm like, perfect, you're gone. I'm going to go too. Right. And I guess it's yeah. fairly easy for you to schedule that in advance anyways, knowing his schedule, right? It does help for sure. It definitely, yeah, it definitely helps. It definitely helps. And everybody's been so gracious and excited, obviously. I'm like, this is a, this is a different season of life. Probably just for this next year, um, we'll be in New Orleans, but who knows? Sadly, Nashville doesn't have a basketball team. So that one is, that one is, (laughs) you could start playing hockey or something. Yeah, there won't be an away game in Nashville. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Are you still connected with uh, Matthew West? Um, you know what? I am, um, I, he had a, a management company that, um, that managed me and was, um, sort of, uh, still kind of, I was with them for a long time and they were kind of about to not a disband, but sort of just like trying to figuring out still. And so I ended up, um, a year and a half ago, um, moving to a, a different management company that I've been with now for a year and a half, but it's proper management. And okay. that's like Mike, Mike J and Nick Beret and, and those guys. And, um, they've just been, they've, yeah, it, it's, it's been great. And so I think, and I think now I think Matthew's company is, it was just, I will anyway. So well, Matthew's we company are, was just starting out too. Like it was all with his home studio on, and, yeah. and everything else too, wasn't it? Right, right. And I was sort of his flagship artist. Yeah, that's right. Um, but there had been a 
there had been a, a bit of he he is um he is he is he is great he's obviously such such an incredible songwriter and performer i learned so much but he does anything like he you know he's got his podcast he does the show he does everything and i I think that also was like um he's just i mean he really does he does it all like and it's i don't know how he does it all but he does it all well i think think the podcast thing though was happening as a, I wouldn't say as a result of, but it did happen. If I remember correctly, it it started up during the pandemic. It was just one one more thing that he could do versus sitting at home doing nothing. Exactly, exactly. Oh yeah, and I think it's been I think it's been great for him. So no, and I'm like I'm so so grateful, and he totally understood. I think just especially it being um, just the season that I was in trying to build it back up after COVID. Right. Um, yeah. And he was trying to figure out who's going to run the company. Um, and I think now it's, I think, you know, I think it's, I think it's all good now, but anyway, so I, I mean, I really, I got to travel with him a ton and be on the road and I learned so, so much. So that I'm is, sure. that is like, I'm, it's, it's crazy. I mean, he's such a good, he works the crowd so well, you know, he does his thing. Like he's so good. And I definitely like, there's pieces of my show that I'm like that. I definitely like, I just, I learned so much from him. I felt like I was in, I felt like I was in school, either being in the writing room with him or on the road. It was, yeah. it was pretty incredible. Yeah. I felt like I was so. in school just watching some of the stuff that he posted. This was way before COVID when he'd have a concert date or something like that. And he would actually, uh, I remember one venue in particular and, and that they had a balcony, I guess, above where people would, uh, go to the concert like before they actually get into the auditorium and so they're all lined up waiting to go and he'd be out on this balcony performing acoustically on his, on his guitar it's like a a preview of what to expect when you get in there type thing and i thought that was just so awesome <laughs> that he would take the time to do something like that oh my gosh that's so cool i didn't know he did that that's awesome yeah just i love that things that you can learn and, and just unique things that artists can do so what uh, what's happened with you as far as i know you're you know, obviously writing music, you're performing music, we're playing your songs on the radio. Um, and with you living in New Orleans, what happens now as far as uh, touring and that sort of thing? Yeah, thankfully, there is a, a direct flight to Nashville from here. It's, it's super easy to hop on and I can I can go. So pretty much since we got married, it was the end of August. Um, we went on a honeymoon for a week and then we came here and he started doing basketball and then pretty much every weekend I was on the road doing shows since like from yeah. since we've been here I've had a couple weekends off but I am so so grateful to I was just I literally just dove right back in um and I love like my my road team is just is so so sweet so really was right back in right back on the road um and I either can leave from here or I go to Nashville and then I leave with the team. So that's been really easy. Um, yeah. And then as far as um, like new music and writing, um, I mean, I feel like even though I'm here, I feel like I've been like writing even more than I was like pre-wedding. So I'm like, I'm just like, I'm. Um, it's been really, really sweet. I feel, I don't know, I think for a while COVID I know it's, it's it's been a little while since we've talked but um I was really uh I was really dry kind of in COVID mm. um which was very I I had been like I shared like I got to be on the road so much prior to that and a lot with Matthew yeah. I was just like I was getting to do all this incredible stuff but I wasn't um it was it was like I 
all of a sudden COVID happened and all my shows got canceled. Of course, like everything got canceled for us. Right. But it was yeah. like everything I was looking forward to was, you know, it just, it, it, you know, it didn't happen. There's a lot of, there's a lot of good things that happened during COVID for me, but there was also just this season of like, I, all of a sudden I couldn't distract myself with being on the road. Not that being on the road is a distraction, but I wasn't working on this other stuff because I was just so busy, like going off all the time. And so all of a sudden yeah. COVID hit and I was forced to like, look at myself in the mirror and really sit with like some insecurities that Stick I was, I was you, dealing huh? with. It's yeah. Like, I was like, like, oh, it's like being on hold with the phone company, right? Right. Oh my goodness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So I was, I was an, in everybody else I was looking. And of, and of course this is where, you know, the comparison thing, you just can't do that. But it felt like all of my peers and everybody else is all of a sudden they are, you know, they have all this creativity just spilling out from them because all of a sudden they have all the time. So it felt like all my peers around me are creating and doing all the things. And I felt so dry because I had been wrestling with a lot of just a lot of, um, oh man, just <laughs> to go, to go and just, I had been, I had been feeling like I just was not really myself. And I was honestly like, why mm -hmm. I, I really, I had, a, I had, I had like in high school and even like, you know, in high school and in college and even after just, I, writing for me had always been a form of worship and it always been like yeah. very creative, very sweet for me. And I felt like I kind of lost touch with that. And I think I just, mm. just sort of, I, I was not really checking in with like what, what I was supposed to be like giving to giving to the Lord. And so I, um, I really had to sit with it. I ended up going to, um, Nashville has this really sweet, um, really sweet thing called Porter's call, but it's, counseling yes. for artists yeah and I, I know exactly what that is yeah we had them on the, it, on the podcast a few years back and and what they do is phenomenal oh yes, my gosh great work. i mean just absolutely incredible i'm so so grateful and so i started going to counseling that summer of 2020 and just i she helped me through so much i i cannot i mean there was some there was a lot of voices in my head that i just had not like dealt with and then there were voices around mm -hmm. that I had chosen to believe were true and things mm -hmm. that like I just I sort of I wasn't I wasn't just I was kind of just letting everybody else or different voices kind of like run run what I was doing instead of like okay is this wow. really really what I should be doing so it kind of created this whole thing so all this to say I started going to counseling and and through you know I'm so thankful for just I mean my community during that time um was just so incredible my sister like just people around me that still continue to believe in me because i thought i was like done i wanted i wanted to give up i was just i couldn't write a song I, I i had put all of my worth like in my career in songwriting and i felt like i couldn't be creative i couldn't write and so i felt like wow. i just was a complete failure every time i would sit at the piano i would just cry and cry and mm. i would literally just like scream i was like just i was a mess for months and months and then finally, and it wasn't like a, it was not an instant, it was not an instant moment, but yeah. I felt like just slowly but surely as I kept, like I kept digging in, I kept going to counseling, I kept like just praying and God was so kind to me in that season. Like it was just so, so sweet how he just continued to like be gracious and be kind and was like, Hey, like 
I've got you and you're like, I don't, I don't care about the writing. Like it was like your identity, your worth is not in that. Like you're, it's, it's, I care about you because I care about you. And I think that shift in my mind was like something I really needed to grow out of and like, just learn to like, God loves me because of me, not because of what I can give him because he doesn't need me. Mm -hmm. And that was like, that slowly started to shift. And of course, when I started to like understand that like the love of God, which of course I feel like we're just always understanding, right? But that's just in my identity in him, I felt like I was able to like start writing again and there was like a freedom. And so now, and I, you asked like, I think you asked like how the songwriting is going, but it's like, now I feel like I'm in this just like creative season, which is always sweet. And I know that it just kind of comes Wonderful. in waves, but it's been sweet. And that was like way more than you asked, but there we go. No, you know, I, that's I, all right. I, that's, that, that's perfectly fine. I, I do got to give a right. shout out to Porter's Call, uh, the work they do to support um, artists, uh, pr- professional artists and musicians, they really understand the uniqueness of your career and what you go through. Right. And and so I think that's why I think it's so phenomenal what they're doing. They've been around for a long time uh, doing that for, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and it's not mm-hmm. just Christian artists. It's, it's you know, any any label. Is this, is this um, I understand at one time or with some labels, this is a perk it's it's almost like part of your benefits plan in a sense where if you need help, they're there. It's not yes. like you have to worry about, you know, forking over a pile of cash to them. No, they it's actually it's free for artists and um, like signed artists and independent artists, which is like incredible <laughs> to me. So you don't have to be signed to to go there. So right. like anyone can go there and it's not just like it's not just for Christian artists. They they open it up to everybody, which I think is really sweet too, but yeah. like obviously they're very faith-based and it's absolutely beautiful. Um but it's it's not just for signed artists. So it's like any artist can go and they really they understand what we're going through. So it's it's it really is so beautiful. Yeah. That's an incredible ministry. One of the things I really admire uh, about what you've done, Liana, is um the fact that you've, how do I frame this? I like what you've done as far as putting out some Christmas music because it makes you um, relatable all year long. You know, you come out with songs that are hits and, and you know, gets played on the radio. But then at Christmas time, even though, you know, a couple of years ago, I guess, was when the last couple of songs came out, um, they're still being played every Christmas. Mm. I love, I thank you. I love Christmas. I love Christmas time. I'm like, I, I want to do more, um, Christmas music, but I think that's the beauty of it. It's like, it's ever, you know, it's evergreen. Yeah, <laughs> it just comes yeah. around every year. And yeah. but I think it's just a really smart it. career choice. It, you know, if you're an artist or a musician, why not do something like that? Because it, it, it's, right. it's longevity. If you know what I mean? Like you've always got something being played on the radio, which is, which is what you want. If that's your livelihood, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Uh, are you guys are you guys November 1st Christmas people or are you guys December absolutely. like after? No. Well, <laughs> Aisha, Aisha is. I am a November 1st girl. Yeah. Your, your tree is up and everything. Up. What? And it's so pretty. Oh, so I asked my husband just the other day. I was like, baby, when are you going to put the lights up? He was like looking at me sideways. It's time. Like our lights should have been up outside. November 2nd. If the tree was up November 1st, we should have had lights outside November 2nd. Yeah. My wife and daughter are definitely the Christmas fans. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not a Christmas fan, but they 
come the beginning of November, it's the uh, Hallmark movies, the ha- Christmas Hallmark movies. Um, yes. And, you know, there's, there's the Christmas music happening, which... Uh, for me, I've already been playing Christmas music since the end of September because I'm the music director at the radio station. But at, <laughs> but at the radio station, we actually kick off Christmas music December 1st. Uh, we just try to be consistent with it. And so, you know, there's other stations nice. that perhaps is, you know, already playing it and you can get, you can stream whatever you want, whenever you want. Uh, but for us, it's December 1st. But by December 1st, I've already heard it all. <laughs> yeah. So you're ready. Sure. You're ready to move on to the new year. You're yeah. like, okay. Yeah, because I, I got to schedule music in advance. So by by the first week in December, I'm almost done. In fact, it's it's <laughs> it's actually quite amusing to see artists and and it's not really label artists, but it's independent artists or people that just don't know any better. And you know, second third week in December, hey, I got a great new Christmas song. Can you play it? It's like you're a little late, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, for real, for real. You got to put that. You got to put that out a little earlier. Yeah, but yes. uh, no, I, I like I like what you've done, and uh, you've got some great songs as far as Christmas is concerned. Now, what's happening in the new year? Have got Have you got a new single that's going to be coming out? Um. Yes. Yes, I do. I'm very excited. Fun. I just. Um, I think I see. This is so bad. I don't even know all the dates for all the things, but I do have. <laughs> Um, a new single coming out. I have, um, it is, I actually just, it just came out to, um, to streaming, but it's called I Know a Place. And, uh, yeah. I'm very excited about that one. Um, I think it's going to be so, so sweet. And then I just was in the studio yesterday recording in Nashville. Um, and there's another song coming out in February, which nobody knows that, but you guys know now. Okay, we won't um, tell anyone. Sorry, we won't tell anyone. Hey, no, that's great. I, I mean, I'm gonna, you know, I think that's great. I actually, I, I wrote a song for uh, my husband's name is Cody. I wrote him a song and surprised him with it at our wedding. Nice. And so I'm, I'm gonna release that, which I'm very, very excited about. Yeah. Did that- he cry when you sang it? You know, he did, and he's not a big crier, but he, he wow. did cry. He was so super. I didn't tell anybody I was doing it, and it was, like, my vows to him in a song, like, just a very sweet um, little love song, and he cried. Oh, I was wow. very proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you managed to get through it without without tearing up? You know, I did. I did until the very Come on, end. Leanna's right? a cro- she's, she's a pro, Sheesh. right? She does this, you know? <laughs> In front of thousands. There's yeah, no way. Wedding. Yeah, but your wedding day and singing a song, a love song to your your husband or your wife, it's like kudos to you if you were able to do it and, and hold it together. You know, I was pretty emotional. I was not sure I feel I, I did until like the very end in the bridge. I put I put a, a lyric in there about like I've gotta be your comfort on the darkest days. Um uh, if life doesn't always go our way and even if our even if the memories fade and that line mm. my dad had just spoke spoke to us and um, his parents my my grandparents um, they are just they weren't able to be at the wedding um, uh, okay. and they're just they're 
they are not doing so well. And especially the last few years, okay. they're just like they have they've been kind of, you know, that it just happens sometimes and they've just been losing sure. um, their memories. But like their love for each other and my grandpa, he's just been like such a rock, like taking care of my grandma. But it's been so sweet. So my dad had just like he was talking about that right before I sang. And then I got to that. Oh, and I was like, oh dear. Because, of course, yeah, then you're yeah. picturing, you know, just the, you know, Cody and I and 50, you know, 60. 50 years or, or whatever. And you're like, okay, that's sure. like, that's what, that's what commitment means. You know, it's yes. not just for the, for that. It's, it's the times when you're, you know, in your, however old you are. And, and it's for those times too. So. Yeah. I, Aisha, that's have wonderful. you ever, Aisha, have you ever uh, serenaded your husband? I get nervous. Like if I've written songs for him, I've written songs about him and when I'll go to play them for him, like I get super, super nervous. Really? So, <laughs> yes, I do. He sang to me at our wedding. Oh, um, really? Okay. Yeah, he did. And so he surprised like, you, or you knew it was coming? Cool. Um, let me see. Did I know? <laughs> no, I didn't know. Actually, I did not. Know. Yeah. So it was nice. He did a good job. Uh, I was proud of him. Did you, did you cry? <laughs> I didn't. I was just like, go ahead. She was emotionless. She was emotionless. I was like, um, from the from. Did the you club. at least smile? Did you, you at least smile or or you know look lovey dovey at him or something? <laughs> I didn't know. I was like, I literally said, "Sing, baby." Okay, that's what I. Said. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because he doesn't do stuff it. like that often. So it was really special. I and, didn't cry. Then. And he can sing. He's got the pipes? Yeah, he's got a good voice. Okay, what about your husband, mm -hmm. Leanna? Oh, no. Oh, no. No, okay. no. We don't want to hear him. <laughs> that's, not his, that's not his gifting from God. <laughs> no, no. And, I, and we laugh about it, but he loves to sing. He loves music. And it is the funniest thing. He has a very low register, like talking. He has a super low voice. And there was oh, wow. like this one time in the car, we were like sing singing along to the radio. And it was, um, oh, oh, it's uh, Josh Turner, the country artist came on. And, and yeah. he obviously sings way, you know, octaves down. And Cody started singing <laughs> and I, I felt so bad. I was like, I was like, so Cody, <laughs> you actually sound... No, no, because this time I was like, you actually sound good if you just stay down there. Right. And and I felt I was like, I've made fun of you for so long and you actually can kind of sing. And he was like, I've been telling That's you. Funny. No, but he's so supportive. He doesn't he doesn't care. He's just so sweet. But so he's is, not he's not tone deaf or anything like that then. Oh no, he is for sure. He just, is tone deaf? Okay. okay. Just that one time. Just the one just time. Just that one time you sounded good. I was like, I don't know. No, he thinks the, the song yeah, happened to be in his key. <laughs> yeah, it was it was there. It was there. And I, I would I would share this with him. But no, it's so funny. My it's like I'm so my dad is also like like he but he's just a very like loud, passionate, you know, person as well. And he'll be if I'm playing a show, he's in the back. He can't sit down. He's like he just can't sit. He's so excited. So he likes singing <laughs> along to every word and he's like moving like he's like he's like, I mean, just all about it but he also my mom teases him because he is also a little bit toned up <laughs> oh wow but it's Ooh. fun we just we it's all in love it's all in love it's all in love <laughs> i'm not going to mention about my wife's being toned up or anything like that but i will mention oh 
I will mention uh, I I had a pastor that was uh, that couldn't sing, and he was the lead pastor in my church, and I was the audio guy. But he wanted to encourage people to sing during the praise and worship, oh, so he'd gosh. be in the in the front row, and so you know what he would he would actually he would just mouth the words. He would, he would lip sync, no. and I knew he was doing that because his mic was on, and I'm listening in the monitor thinking, he's, I'm not hearing anything coming out of his voice. Every once in a while he would, and then I'd understand why he wouldn't want his mic to be on. But he would just lip sync only because he wanted to, you know, he wanted to show that he was excited and passionate about the, the praise and worship, Aww. and he wanted to encourage other people to do it as well. And I thought, that's phenomenal, <laughs> right? That's amazing. That is. That's actually awesome, honestly. Yeah. I, I kind of love that. <laughs> so when you're driving in the car and your husband tries to sing along, uh, you just... Just encourage him. Well, no, you just... Cody, <laughs> Cody, why don't you let the artist do the singing? Oh, no. No, I let him. We sing. We okay. both sing. Okay. I love it when he sings. It's just fun. I got yeah. it. He's not that bad. Okay. So you're covering for him, I understand. <laughs> Um, my my favorite Leanna Crawford song still is Truth I'm Standing On. Oh, thank you. I think it's such a powerful song, honestly. Like, that's a song that you can just crank right up. And mm. there's there's not a lot of songs that, you know, like there's a very few number of artists that... I mean, I like all sorts of music and stuff. But when if there was a song I could listen to over and over again, Truth I'm Standing On is definitely in there. Mm, nice. Thank you. Where did it come from? Thank you. Oh man. Um, you know, I actually I wrote that one with um with Matthew um okay. and um, AJ Pruce. And again, that was just like such a such a sweet song. Um uh wrote that one coming out of a season for me. I uh it was kind of leading it was leading up to um the season I shared with y'all earlier, but just uh Man, I I really needed that song the day that we wrote it, and I think even since mm -hmm. then it has become because I sing that in every set. I mean, it's it's so sweet to hear that that has been people's um, anthems, and of course we know that like you know God knows what He's doing, but they always are like it comes on on the radio like just at the right time, and I and I just. Um, I was just on the road this weekend and someone came up to me, uh, someone that was working the event actually. And he just shared that his son has had passed away. Um, mm. his oldest son had passed away a few years prior. And he said, I was driving to the venue and three miles out, your song came on. And, and he said he'd never, he'd never heard it before. And he didn't even, I don't even think he made the connection until got to the show and I played that song and he was just so thankful to be like reminded of that. And I think that's like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's really special that like, and I, and I hope that's always like, but I hope that's always what, you know, the songs will do. But I think that is just so true as like a writer being in the room that day, even what we wrote that song about, it was a story that, that Matthew had heard, which was just so inspiring, but it was um, a gal in Florida who had lost her husband to cancer. But she had, Gosh. like, it was literally a hashtag on Instagram. And during the season, and I think after, she would post um, Bible verses and scripture encouraging others in her season. And it was truth to stand on was the hashtag. And I was like, that song literally came from a hashtag. And it's become <laughs> this incredible um, just reminder and truth for people and anthem for a lot of people. And I think for me, 
it's it's so I mean it's so special to get to share that but also in different seasons for me that song has meant so much and I literally sing that song like the other night I got so emotional and I'm singing it and I'm just like I like I like need to hear the words and that's not because I'm like you know it's it's because God does that and he uses music in that way and so it's so incredible to just see it become still like you said which is so kind but just still like it's still an anthem for people and which is is just so so sweet so that I'm I'm so grateful for yeah, the truth I'm standing on is very much a song that you can um, use as, like you said, an anthem, um, kind of like a pillar in a sense. Um, how can you not? I want to talk about every. I'm, I don't want to talk about every one of your songs, but how can you not? Is is <laughs> something completely different, and it really makes you think. Like that's a thinker song, you know. Hmm. Hmm. I. Uh, yeah, that one. Is is so so special to me. I I wrote it because my dad had never seen fireflies, and we don't. Do you have fireflies? Uh, we do the, down here. Summertime in, gonna, in northern Ontario, sure. Oh, you do. Okay, yeah. yeah. We don't. So like growing up in the Northwest, we did not have fireflies, and so when we moved to Nashville every year, I just think it's like the sweetest thing ever. And my dad had never seen him a couple summers ago, and my parents were visiting. Uh, my sister and I in Nashville. And so we were like, okay, perfect. Dad's going to see fireflies. And he's like this, you know, he's like this big old, like he was a, you know, college linebacker and he's like this big, you know, mm. but he's the absolute sweetest. And so, um, I giant, huh? yeah, yeah, exactly. But I knew that he would be <laughs> pumped about fireflies. I was like, dad's going to be so excited. And so we go, um, for these walks every night looking for fireflies and not a single one the whole week. We're like driving in the car, we're like trying <laughs> to find them. Not a single firefly. And then the night before they're about to leave, we go on on like one more walk looking for the fireflies. And the field we're walking by, I'd walked by it like a hundred times before, maybe not that many times, but a lot of times before. And I'd never seen like it do this before. But the fireflies came out and it just this field lit up like it looked like stars were in the sky and mm. my dad like we being in the northwest are just like we love being outside or you know and and i feel like i'd heard him say this before but in that moment it just like hit me but he just was like how can you not see a creator and yeah. it was such a sweet like reminder so literally the next day i went and i <laughs> took that and i was like that's a really great song title so Thanks, i dad. took that and <laughs> just yeah, I literally was like, thank you. Thanks, Dad. And I took that to a couple of friends in Nashville, and we wrote that. And just seeing, like, in in the little things, I mean, in the, the big and the small things, but the God that created the galaxies is the same God that created the fireflies and, like, cares about, sure. like, he cares about the details of our lives. And I think in that season as well, um, that was kind of coming out of the season where I just – I was dry and wasn't writing a lot. So that was one of the first songs that was like really sweet for me. And I was so excited just because I was like, I, I was so, so excited about, about that. Um, but uh, yeah, just, just even just, just writing. And so it's been a really good reminder for me, but just in my own life. And I feel like how, I mean, that season I shared with y'all, the season that God walked me through, I I have to say, like, how can I not see God? Like, he just was so kind yeah. to me. How can I not see God in my own life? So that one is, that's definitely a super special one to me. I think part of it is you have certain expectations. You you kind of think this is the way life is supposed to go, and then it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. 
you know, and and God knows better. God knows what's going to happen, but you don't. And if you could, you know, fast forward five years from now and see where you are, uh, then you kind of know why you're in this moment right now. Right, right, exactly. And it's not always, and sometimes, and I think that's like the hard thing too, is sometimes you, you don't necessarily see it like you don't necessarily even maybe on this side of heaven because god's ways are higher than ours right but i also believe there's like there are there are so many moments where we can look back and say like how can i not see god because i i also think that he just he is he is so kind and he is good even when it's like even when it you know doesn't feel like that but i always think there's like there's it's also like a little bit of a thankfulness song and just like even if it is a hard season, I, I, there's like, there's always, there's always something to be thankful for and like thinking <laughs> that too. And so it's like a reminder for me in that of just like, Hey, even if it is a, a hard season, like there are so many things I can be thankful for, even if it's just his goodness, even if I don't feel it, like I know that he is because he's been good before. And I think it's always yes. like, that's like, I have to remind myself. I know that he's good. Cause he's, he can't help but be good. And he is good before. So I know he's going to be good again, even if, that doesn't look like what I thought it would. Right, right. He has the perfect track record. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. think back, look back. Right, exactly. It's in, like the Israelites constantly. Like, he, yeah, he in the Old failed. Testament. Yeah, yeah it, absolutely. It's like the Israelites in the Old Testament needing to be like, I mean, just over and over again. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. it's like they just need to be reminded over and over again. And then all of a sudden they would just, you know, God would do something for them and then they would forget and God would do something and they Mm -hmm. would forget. And I'm just like, you know, I feel like I see myself a lot of that. Like, I'm like, I have to be reminded so, so often um, uh, because I just, I forget, I forget. And that's like, you know, our nature Mm -hmm. to forget, but he is always good and he, he can't not be good. Absolutely. So, so good. So good. Um, on a completely different note, uh, Christmas uh, um, just right around the corner. What uh, what are your plans as a newlywed? Are you going to your parents' place? Are you hanging out with Cody's side of the family? What's what's happening? Um, a little bit of kind of all over. Um, this will be the <laughs> first Christmas um, Christmas Day that I will not spend with my family in Washington State. So that's like we always wow. are like together in the Northwest. And that, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, last time I was home, my dad thought he was being hilarious. I have three little nieces and the oldest one is six years old and she is very used to her aunties. Like it's me and my, like she's very used to them being around on Christmas. And and so my dad thought it would be really funny to share with her in that moment that I would not be spending Christmas day with her. And she started crying. She was not happy. And my dad is like laughing and of course, we all do each other. But I was like, Dad, that is not fair. Making me like the bad. Yeah. I was like, because I told her, I was like, we're going to celebrate Christmas right before. And we're going to have so much fun. And she was like, it's not the same. I was like, yeah. hey, it's going to be fun. But she'll, we'll have fun. And then um, Cody, uh, like he doesn't have, he actually does have Christmas Day off. Um, I don't know if he has it off. Nice. But I, hopefully, hopefully he has it off. So, um, we will, we'll get to celebrate and I think his parents will come, um, will come to us. So we'll celebrate, but, um, I'm, I'm excited to get to spend it with him. And, um, so I'll still get to see my family and, um, I'll get to see his family as well. Um, some of his, some of his family. So it'll, it'll still be sweet and we'll figure out my, 
my family yeah. and his family both i mean we're all like it's it's special you know the day is special but it's also just like making time to be together you know so i'm like it doesn't yeah. have to be on the day and i think that's like the biggest it's like it's there's nothing magical about the day you know it's not i mean there is but it's like it's still sweet the day but i'm i sure. have to you know around myself i'm like it's just sweet to be together like that's what i care about you know mm-hmm. yeah my my mom was uh, was over um a few weeks back and we always have my mom over and my mother-in-law over uh christmas day uh say around lunchtime or in the afternoon basically and the first question my mom asked was, uh, "Will you be having turkey?" Because my mom just loves turkey. And I said, <laughs> "And I said to my mom, you know, quite honestly, we're just going to have a huge breakfast, and you're welcome to come for the breakfast. It's going to be big enough that we can just munch on it throughout the rest of the day. Um, I don't want my <laughs> wife to have to spend hours and hours in the kitchen making a big yeah. turkey feast and stuff." And I said to her. Quite frankly, I'd rather have pizza. You know, I'd rather order in pizza. Right. Not not that we're doing that. Really? But but then yeah, yeah. you know, I was trying to just explain <laughs> to my mom that that's the reason why. I mean, Christmas we want to spend time with family. You want to be together. Yes. You don't want to be exhausted right. from being in the kitchen all day long. And so that's what right. I explained right. to my mom. And and once I explained it to her that way, she said, "Yeah, I'd be good with pizza too." <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. What do you guys What do you guys do? What's your Christmas breakfast? Uh, everything. 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 Oh yeah, French wow. toast, pancakes, Canadian bacon, uh, you know, fresh bread, scones, okay. muffins, uh, big, wow. you know, f- big plate of fruit. Um, you do name you it. Eggs? Sorry. Do you do eggs? Also? Oh yeah, yeah. No eggs, eggs as well. What what I do is okay. I do. Uh, the kids like me to make Daddy's famous eggs. Which is really okay. just something I made up when they were when they were young, and and they still like Daddy's famous eggs, and it's just uh, it's just scrambled eggs, but it's not overcooked, so it's dry, <laughs> right? So it's still uh-huh. juicy and everything else, and that's that's quote unquote Daddy's <laughs> famous eggs, and it's again oh, nothing okay. special about it except I've got to make it right, and so yep. and and oh. I also I also do a big batch of French toast, but it takes a long time to do, so I actually make them the day before, and then we just warm it up in the oven the morning of. Oh, I love that. We have my dad's um, famous hash browns. That's oh, how we, we have. Okay, yeah, yeah. And my, really? My my dad, yes, he makes famous hash browns. And it's it's fun now because my brother-in-law is a potato farmer. So we use my brother-in-law's potatoes. <laughs> and he makes his famous hash browns. like eggs and sauces, but, it, but it's like dad, you know, it's like you're saying, like dad has to make it. Like it's right. very special. My mom yes. makes like a little yeah. menu. And they, it's just like so sweet, but I just, oh, I love that. It's, it's the best. Mm-hmm. My dad used to make hash yeah. browns and I'm, this is, I'm not kidding about this. He made hash browns, didn't do it very good. And we nicked, <laughs> we nicknamed them hash blacks. <laughs> Cause he burnt, oh. he burnt the whole batch. So, you know, no, no. more. Yeah. So there you go. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That is so sad. I like love potatoes. It, it too, is. So it is like, sad, but it's a good memory, right? Hash blacks. I mean, you'll always remember about yes. hash blacks if you had my dad's. I, I won't listen. You just had to tell the story. I won't forget that ever. Right. Exactly. So hash blacks. That's right. And you go to a restaurant and you order your eggs with some hash browns, but now what's going to go through your mind is hash blacks, right? 
Yep. Yeah, there Don't you go. Burn my potatoes, please. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Awesome. Thank you so much. Not it was bad. it was a thrill finally getting to chat yeah, with you. Yeah, it's a great time. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank thank you guys. It just it was just a sweet conversation. I kind of forgot we were doing like a little podcast interview. I was just you guys are so easy to talk to. <laughs> thank you guys so much. I just hope you have an incredible yeah. Christmas you and too. enjoy being with family. Yes, you too. Create some, Thank you guys. create some memories with you and and your uh, hubby, and you guys start some new traditions between you. I'm excited. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm excited. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, be good fun. stuff. Good times with Liana today. Why don't you check out her website when you get a chance? LianaCrawford.com. And before we go, let's get some artist advice from Michael Bethany. I think the the best advice I can give is find authenticity through spiritual, godly intimacy. I mean, even creativity, if we're just chasing creativity outside of a re, or the context of knowing Jesus, um, I feel like sometimes we try to reverse engineer an idea into making it something that originated in a place that it didn't. And so whatever you're creating, just being a creative, you know, I believe, you know, wholeheartedly seek Jesus first, you know, seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, you know, seek that first and let God add to that the things that, sure. are, that are essential to your creativity as opposed to uh, starting with creativity and then saying, okay, how can I make this fit into my relationship with God? I think that's how you get a lot of things that we're singing that aren't either biblical uh, or are stretched if at best and maybe sometimes not even based on a relationship with God at all. And so sometimes we're singing songs mm-hmm. that we don't realize they're not really helpful to our Christian journey. Everything that we are doing for God should come from God because all things are from Him, for Him, and to Him. So that's right. what my greatest um, you know, encouragement would be um, to writers and uh, artists. Any thoughts on that, Aisha? Yeah, it's interesting um, when he talked about re- how we reverse engineer things. I love um, that term. I love that yeah. term. Yeah. That's Apple products for you, it's folks. Kinda, yeah, there you go. Right. But we do a lot of times uh, put the cart before the horse, you know, mm-hmm. and um, just him encouraging us to keep things in the proper perspective. Um, then we'll see results that are fruitful, Mm -hmm. you know. um, I I think his advice is obviously specifically for aspiring Christian artists versus anybody else uh out there, right? Um, The only only thing I would um, question or not necessarily disagree with, but certainly have a different perspective on um, is, is when he talks about things that aren't necessarily biblical if you don't have that relationship with God. And sometimes mm-hmm. I think that a Christian artist, um, and maybe it's more so a non-worship artist, uh, uh-huh. will, will have songs about God or about their journey, you know, to God or with God. Um, sure. in, in the past, as the music director of a Christian radio station, I've received complaints from people that don't necessarily like the song because it's not 
talking about God or Jesus specifically. There might be the words mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. or God in the song, but because the song is more about their journey or what they're going through, they feel it's yes. not it's it's not a Christian song. It's not well, spiritual enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 exactly. And and I don't mm-hmm. think that's a bad thing either because my hope at a Christian radio station is to attract not attract non-Christians to listen to the radio station. Sure, Have we sure, got something sure. for you? And and so I don't want to be super spiritual either. Um right. unless it's a worship worship segment or and I I'm not saying we don't play worship songs, we do, but there has right. to be something for everybody uh so that they can in their own personal journey, their own walk be able to relate to it. Mhm. Yep, that's it. And maintaining a healthy balance I think is key. Right. For all of it. And that's you know? not to say that you shouldn't find the authenticity through that Im- intimacy with God, because that, I mean, that still does come first. I'm just saying mm-hmm. that uh, as far as the end result, it may not be the worship song. It could be a pop Christian track, right? Right, right. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It might be that very thing that speaks to you. So Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you to uh, Michael Bethany for his uh, for his wisdom, and thanks to Leanna Crawford mm-hmm. for joining us today. Next week, our final episode <laughs> of the year. That's right. That was, that was meant to be a drum roll. Thank you. <laughs> it's our annual Between the Grooves Christmas. I, I got to say, I think it's going to be one of our best ones yet. Uh, we do this every yeah. year, and, and I think this is going to be the best yet. And I'm not just saying that to get people to listen. Hey, if you don't check it out, you won't know. But I honestly think right. it will be the best episode that we've had as far as Christmas is concerned. Many of our guests from the last year joining us to share stories and memories and traditions and uh, hoping that you'll be a part of it as well. Oh, it's going to be so good. I'm excited about it. for listening to Faith Strong Today's Between the Grooves podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, would you consider sharing it with your friends, rating our podcast, or giving us some love on your socials to your amazing friends and followers will only help us reach more people. We'd also love to hear from you and share your feedback in an upcoming episode. Send your video or written message to Aisha and James on Facebook or X at Between Grooves and on Instagram at Between Grooves Pod. Or email us anytime, hello at faithstrongtoday.com. 